I'm so glad you decided to tune in to this episode of Entertainology. I'm your host, Ava Jordan, and first and foremost, welcome! I'm a teenage singer, songwriter, actress, author, podcaster, and poet. If you like what you hear, you can check me and my social media platforms out at the link in the description. Without further ado, let's get into it. On this episode, I'm pleased to welcome a very special guest, Allegra Jordan. Allegra is a musical artist. Welcome. So let's hop right in from the beginning, of course. What got you into music in the first place? Oh my goodness. I've been in music, honestly, my entire life. I was the kid that was going around my house singing just like nursery rhymes and everything from the very beginning. Um, Yeah, and then I started performing um, at a young age, just like at camp and at school and just taking every opportunity I could to be on a stage and to sing for people. And I just never really had nerves for that. Like it was just something that I always loved doing. And I loved being like having the attention when I was doing the singing. So it just, yeah, it's just kind of all developed as I got older and as I developed, it just turned into, you know, me writing music and then recording the music and then putting it out and right. now we're here. Oh. Yeah, great. Um, definitely can relate. Um, so how would you describe the kind of vibe of your music, your style to someone who is new to your work? So it's a very uh, complicated question, <laughs> always. Um Describing my music is uh, an interesting one because my music changes a lot. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I feel like a lot of people say you have to kind of be in one lane and one specific sound. But for me, I really love just like developing concepts for different projects and, you know, making each one a little different than the other. So, you know, I started off uh, doing a little more like folkier acoustic music, but you know, none of that music exists on the internet anymore. Um, <laughs> I kind of went into a world of more um, electronic pop and, um, you know, just a little more wackier production, if you would uh, say. Right. So, um, yeah, I think my, my most recent project is called Dream State, and that one was super, you know, based off the name, was very uh, dreamy and ethereal and had a lot of, like, dance pop with a lot of, you know, had a couple ballads. It was just a very, like, light, dreamy sound. And, you know, I have another project that I'm working on that are a little stranger. And, yeah, so, you know, it does change. Right. Um, but I feel like all my music is very just, like, introspective and conceptual. And I like to be a little unpredictable with what I'm going to do next. So, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. That's that's it. Honestly, I was raised on Taylor Swift. I was raised on the, the Easter eggs, raised on the different eras. Um, and I love that. And I, I love being able to experiment and to, you know, just do what I feel and yeah, make what I feel, write what I feel. And, you know, I don't put any effort into like, break the boundaries of genres or break the boundaries of, you know, anything. I just kind of make what I want to make. And right. Yeah. So if you couldn't make this kind of um, dreamy pop what other music genre would you like given the opportunity hop right into um honestly 
I I always joke that I should just have like five identities and make all different types of music because I love everything and I, I want to have a career doing everything. Um, but all my music is pop and I, I love, you know, I have some that is the more dreamier sound and then the music that I'm working on now is a little, it's darker, it's weirder, it's just like a little grittier, um, mm-hmm. I would say. And yeah, so I think that if I wasn't, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm moving from kind of the dreamier sound on the last project to something a little darker for this project. But then, you know, if I if I could do do it all, I would. I would. I want to do like slow R and B sometimes. I want to yes. do like ballads sometimes. But um, I just I don't like when people tell me what I want to do. I just like do what I do, and you know, <laughs> whatever. Best way to be. You I love you. every. I love everything. I would do everything if I could. Um, but, you know, for the most part, I just stick to pop and, and yeah. <laughs> so what, um, what three words would you use to describe yourself? Describe myself or my music? Yourself. Myself. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's like three separate words or three, um, I mean, I'd say probably if I'm just gonna go three separate words, I'd say unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, what I want to do and just kind of surprising people um I would say uh maybe just complex which is kind of with the same same thing but um just I feel like everything is very um I feel like I I have a lot in me I feel like that's kind of where the unpredictability comes from so Mm -hmm. I would say complex unpredictable and hmm I don't even know just maybe hmm. it's like curious I feel like I said like that all they all kind of go together but I feel like I'm very I'm a very curious person I like to just kind of experiment and see um where it goes with everything with life with my music I just yeah so curious complex and unpredictable I did not think of these before this was <laughs> me off the top of my head I'm like I've been writing like press releases and mm-hmm. things for like my music and I'm like hmm, what have what words do I use in these so, <laughs> like words and of course your brain blanks when you get asked these questions absolutely so <laughs> very like but of course to be complex and be unpredictable and have those Taylor Swift easter eggs you have to be in a creative mood so what puts you in that creative Oh my gosh, I gotta make some music about this headspace. <laughs> this is gonna be such a funny answer because I feel like I can't be like deep and be like, oh, I do this and I do this. But no, honestly, when I get creative at the worst times, like I am so ADHD, I would say, just like that everything. Well, I am ADHD. I actually do. I'm not just saying that, but um, I can only come up with ideas when I'm doing something else. So it always happens at the weirdest times. I, I can never just sit down to write and then write. I, like, I have to be, like, really going through something to be able to do that. Because off the top of my head, if I'm just going to just, like, write something, like, that just comes to me, that's not something that I've just am, like, experiencing so heavily at that moment... I'll be like driving, I'll be in the shower, I'll be like half asleep, I'll be anything that I'm doing, that I'm, I'll be doing schoolwork, and I'll just come up with stuff. 
that's when I get creative is when I'm not supposed to be creative (laughs) that's me my history class is mostly us just sitting taking notes so there's a section of my history notebook in the back of the notebook that is entirely just little like song lyric blurbs yeah just like I like that I used to do that a lot. Now it's terrible because like my, my school is like I do it from the same place. I just like make music. I just am always sitting here, so it's um there's nothing like different about the space. So mm-hmm. I kind of just will like be doing it and then I'll switch over and then switch back and it's not really a problem because I'm not like physically in a classroom. Right. But it's hilarious because I'll be like driving home from somewhere and I'm just like maybe listening to a podcast or listening to some music and I'll get an idea for like a lyric and I'm always like hey Siri write a note called this and I come back from being in the car like I get to wherever I'm supposed to go and I'll have like 10 new notes just from like a hour drive absolutely but that's honestly in the car is a big one for me that's probably like my biggest time so what was it like when dream state because I know we talked about how the folksier stuff is not available on the internet anymore but what was it like for you when dream state was officially debuted dream state was um it felt really good um i had i did have a project out also that is still out before that so dream state was like actually my third ep so it's very strange because i feel like I feel like I every time I go to put out a project, I forget that, like, I've done this so many times. And I'm just so used to it now that I kind of just, like, honestly, it's, like, another day for me. It's <laughs> hilarious. Like, I'll just be, like, doing something. I'll be like, oh, yeah, my song's out in, like, or my EP's out in, like, three hours. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Um, so sometimes just because I feel like by the time you get to release day, it's like there's nothing left to do. It's kind of just, you know, and yeah. it's, it's about to go out. It's kind of, like, in other hands. It's just out of your hands. So... Yeah, I mean, when Dream State was released, it was just, like, wild, because I was like, oh, yeah, there's a whole project releasing. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do with myself. Like, it's just, it's always a weird feeling for me. I don't know if I necessarily like the exact feeling, like, right before a song, because I'm like, not doing anything, I'm just kind of waiting. But um, it feels good once it's out, though. And then it's kind of, like, out of your control. It's out of your hands. It's, like, a very... Mixed, mixed emotions. It's, like, weird. I feel like I should be doing something when I'm not. But, you know, it just, like, feels good. Mm-hmm. So when you're not in a music headspace, not doing school, what do you do in your spare time? Um, I've recently uh, developed an obsession with painting. So Ooh. random. Um, but I've always enjoyed making art. I've just, like, kind of never had the patience for it, though. And recently whenever I just like need something to do it occupies my time so well and I really enjoy it so that's like a big one and then also I love reading which just kind of goes along with writing which I also love to do writing songs and just writing anything else so I'm always reading I'm always writing I'm always doing something creative even when I'm not making music but absolutely but I think that's a thing with artists like we need creative outlets like anybody else that aren't our main creative outlet well yeah because especially when you're trying to pursue something as a career it kind of becomes more of a job like something you have to do Mm -hmm. and then it's nice to have things that you don't have to do that are just like creative outlets for yourself and like 
making music is something I do for myself still, but I'm also starting to pursue it as work. And so I do need something to do a lot of the time that is creative, but is just something that I enjoy for myself and don't need to share with anyone else. Right. So what are plans for the future? Do we have, I believe we have a new project coming up. Do we have anything else just floating up in that brain? Um, I'm on, I'm always working on like 10 different things at once. I'm terrible at focusing. So it's just multitasking. So I'm working on a project that, um, is going to be sort of a part two to dream state, but it's sort of almost a counterpart. It's kind of the opposite, but it's Mm -hmm. the same. I don't, I really don't know how else to explain it. It's just kind of like a part one, part two kind of project. So it's a lot darker. It's a lot stranger. It's a lot more unpredictable and weird and complex like me and uh yeah it's been I've been working on it actually since way before dream state came out and honestly before even um my first EP or my second EP the one the first one that's out which is called take it for me I know I started working on this project even before that so all my projects just kind of I'm working on them all at the same time and then they're always just they kind of just come out when I feel like I want them to come out or when I feel like they're finished and so this is the second half I'm not going to say the name of it but the first song which is called hyper reality is coming out um really soon January I don't know if this is going to be out yet or not but it's coming out on January 20th so if it's not out pre-save it if it is out listen to it (laughs) um and yeah that's the first single from it and we're just working on finishing that and then um also, I write for a lot of other people, so I'm just doing a lot of writing of working on that, and hopefully I'm going to be able to play some shows and stuff this year. Yes, got to come do concerts all over, but especially near me. I, I would love to. <laughs> um, and my final question, which always I think is the one of the most difficult but also one of the like best ones to give what advice do you have for aspiring singer songwriters advice mm-hmm. um yeah this is always hard <laughs> um well so actually i'm gonna just reiterate a piece of advice that somebody else gave me that was also a piece of advice that somebody gave them this is just getting passed down passed down um it's actually funny this this advice actually comes from jp Sachs the singer-songwriter is awesome, so talented, and um, I think that he got this advice from, like, a poetry teacher or something, and then passed to him, passed to me, it's just, yeah, and um, it was about making, like, find, not necessarily trying to find your speaking voice in a way of, like, don't try, it was sort of along the lines of don't try to find your speaking voice, try to find your listening voice, so to me, I kind of reword that as don't try to figure out what you need to say figure out what you need to hear because chances are other people will also need to hear that and I feel like it's really important as a songwriter on you this piece of advice like was like mind I don't know if I could swear but like mind so yeah um it like my brain was just like yeah this this like was ridiculous to me to hear and I feel like it just changed my life but just to avoid thinking about what you need to say because everyone's kind of trying to like you're trying to find your tone you're trying to find your voice you're trying to find 
like what you want to talk about and what you want to write about and what you want to sing about. And I feel like it's less important to focus on that and more important to focus on what you need to hear and how you need to hear it because that will like, chances are other people will need to hear that as well. So then you write kind of to yourself knowing that it's going to resonate to other people. Yeah. This is also (laughs) screwing with my brain. What? That's so... I know. Great. I want a tattoo of this. Like, it's so insane. But that's also, that's one of the, one of my favorite parts about music is that it's so great at helping us, not necessarily, like, yes, it can be helpful with regulating our emotions, but I think more importantly, it's helpful with letting us feel our emotions and having a way to kind of identify them. And being able to do that for other people is such an amazing, like, thing to be able to do. Um, But yeah, so thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed. Remember to tune in and follow Entertainology on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find a link to Allegra's socials in the description. That's all for today. Ava Jordan, signing off.